Welcome to the Website Coach Podcast, the podcast for entrepreneurs and small business owners that want a winning website, one that attracts more visitors and helps them book more clients. I'm Marie Brown, a website designer and business strategist, and I'll be sharing simple and actionable tips to help you create a winning website. So let's get started. Hello and welcome to episode number 91 of the Website Coach Podcast. It's never been easier or indeed cheaper to start a business. Now, ignoring any costs associated with what you do, like a camera, for example, if you're a photographer, you can start and run a business for free. I'm not suggesting you rely entirely on free tools, but there are a lot of free tools out there. And I must admit, I was surprised at how many free tools I use or have used. And that's what this episode is about, the free tools I have used to build my business. Of course, many of these have a paid version too, and some I now pay for, but some I don't. Of course, this is not a comprehensive list. It's the ones that came to mind as I'm planning this episode on a sunny Friday afternoon. I do use a lot of paid tools too. I spend a lot of money to ensure my business runs smoothly. And maybe I'll do another episode on paid tools. This one is about the free tools. So let's go through them. So first of all, payments. Of course, it's not a business unless you're being paid. So let's start there. I bank with Starling. I bank with them because I think they're very good. They give me exactly what I need and they're free. Oh, and the fact that they ping my phone when somebody pays me. Come on, you've got to take joy in the small pleasures of life. I don't pay any fees to Starling and I never have done. I don't pay anything when clients pay me or when I make payments. Now, everything is by electronic transfer. I don't take cash or checks, everything is electronic. I absolutely love Starling and recommend them regularly. I used to use one of the high street banks and I had to pay. And now I bank with Starling for free. In the list of free tools for payments, I'm gonna add in Stripe, PayPal and GoCardless. Now, they're not technically free because they take a small commission, but they don't have any monthly fee. So you only pay to the extent that you get paid. And I use all three. Stripe and PayPal are similar in that you can add them to your website and people can pay by card for goods and services online. In the case of PayPal, they can also use their balance to pay. Stripe takes a smaller commission than PayPal, but some clients prefer to use PayPal because their details are stored, you can use your balance, and sometimes you can also pay in installments. So I use both Stripe and PayPal. GoCardless is a little bit different. GoCardless allows you to take direct debits, which is great for any ongoing service. So for me, almost all my clients on my website hosting and maintenance package are set up on GoCardless. So I still have to invoice them. I actually have this automated, so I set it up once and it automatically sends an invoice each quarter. But GoCardless saves me a huge amount of time manually sending invoices and chasing payment. And come on, None of us got into this business to become debt collectors. Chasing payments is probably my least favourite thing to do in my business. And if you're interested in trying Go Cardless, I've got an affiliate link, which is in the show notes, which gives you £100 if you sign up before the 17th of June 2023 and collect £500 in payments before the 15th of October, also 2023. Come on, I know I said this was about free tools. <laughs> but you can actually get money back. Um, and I think this is an amazing offer. 
And I must admit, I love GoCardless for regular payments anyway, so I would highly recommend them if you are collecting regular payments from anybody. So the second area of free tools I want to talk about is marketing. You don't need me to tell you, there are loads of free tools you can use for marketing your business. Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, Pinterest, and TikTok are all free. I'm not suggesting you use them all, so I'm not on TikTok, and I no longer use Twitter, but whichever you choose to use, you don't have to pay. My current social media platform choice is Instagram. And like any social media platform, it does take time and effort to generate business. If you're interested in finding out how I have done that, back in episode 35, I talked about how to get sales through Instagram with a small following. Now, Instagram is not the main place I get business from, but I do continually get business from it. And best of all, it's free. So it works and it's free. And in terms of scheduling tools, because <clears throat> one of the issues with um, a lot of the social media is obviously having to continually post, being consistent with your posting. So being able to use scheduling tools is a huge bonus. But I don't pay for those either. So I schedule any Instagram or Facebook posts in the Meta Business Suite, which is, as I say, free. Now, I have given up on scheduling reels with it because I found it glitchy, but it does work really well for ordinary posts and carousels. And when I get back to posting on LinkedIn, which I will, <laughs> I plan to use their own scheduling tool too. Personally, though, I think the best free tool for marketing your business is telling everybody you know, or maybe not quite everyone, but almost everyone. So email them, message them, talk to them, and ask them if they know anybody who might need your product or services. Now, to be clear, you're not asking your friends, family, and colleagues to buy from you, although of course they might, but you're asking them if they know anybody. Ask them to pass your details on. This is the power of a network. You don't need to go to networking events to network. You have a network already. It's the people you already know. And it's one of the best ways to get clients. So use what you have. In a similar way, it doesn't cost anything to talk to others and let them know what you do. I was talking to a client the other day and she just got her first piece of work with a corporate client. When I asked her how she'd done it, she told me that she just talks to anyone and everyone and tells them what she does. And it was one of those conversations that got her that corporate job. The third area is design tools. Good design is important. If you've listened to this podcast before, <laughs> you've probably heard me say something along those lines. Design tools used to be costly and they used to require skills that most small business owners don't have. Then Canva came along and changed everything. I do now pay for Canva Pro, but for many years I used the free version. I love Canva. It allows you to be your own graphic designer, which is not to say there isn't a place for using a professional graphic designer in your business especially when you have been going a while because Canva does suck up time and a graphic designer ultimately is better uh, as well as saving you time. But especially when you're starting out or you have little money in your business, you can create logos, social media post graphics and graphics for your website, all for free. You can upload your own images or you can use Canva's to me, the pro version is worthwhile just to have access to more free stock images. 
but the free version does have enough. And best of all, Canva is quick and easy to use. I will just caution, if you're going to use Canva to create logos, though, to be careful, because I've had a couple of people come to me um, whose websites have been building, and their logos do look quite amateurish in Canva. Now, I've also seen some that look very professional, but do take advice, because it's not just about creating the logo, it's about making sure that you've got spacings right, alignments right, using the right kind of fonts and those kind of things. And there are lots of free st stock photography websites too. So I like and I have used Pexels, Pixabay and Unsplash. I'm a little wary of using too many stock photos because invariably you see the same ones everywhere and your website and your socials don't always stand out. So I prefer to use my own. Either those I've taken myself on my phone, especially for social media, or from branding photo shoots. But stock photos have their place and they're good mixed in with your own. I want to talk about free fonts next, because what a lot of people don't realize is that fonts are a design asset that have been created by somebody and they need to be paid for. <laughs> so a lot of fonts are not actually free, but there are some free fonts out. Um, and I use mainly free fonts and the ones I use and recommend are Google fonts. And Google has over a thousand free fonts that you can use. And the great thing about Google fonts is that they are designed to be web friendly. So they always show properly on a website, whichever browser it's used on. And that's not always the case for fonts, even Adobe fonts. Some of those don't display properly on all browsers. And it's also very clear that you can use them freely. So you don't need to worry about licenses. And given the number of fonts that there are available there, you can usually find the right one. Now, if I can't find for some reason a font that I need on Google, then I sometimes use Font Squirrel for other free fonts, but I really prefer Google. Fourth area of free tools I want to talk about is your website. And I wouldn't advise having a free website. <laughs> Just saying, making that really, really clear. Don't have a free website. And that's usually because they have funny domain names. So it's going to be my Wix site and then brand name or whatever. And it doesn't cost much to buy a website domain. It's about £10 a year for a normal domain anyway. And you'll also need your website hosted somewhere. Again, this is not free if you use your own domain, but it's not a huge expense. And it's definitely one that's worthwhile. So having said that, there are many free website tools that I use. So having paid for my domain and my hosting, I then use a lot of free website tools. So WordPress is free. It can be installed and used on a website completely for free. The free version, which does not come with website hosting, and you do need website hosting. So I've mentioned a little earlier that I use SiteGround for hosting. So the free version is actually better than the paid version. Paid version does come with hosting. There are lots of better website hosts. So my recommendation is you go for the free version with your own website hosting, like SiteGround, rather than the paid WordPress version. So all of the websites I built for clients are built using the free version of WordPress, which is wordpress.org. Now, if you use a host like SiteGround, then it is literally one click to install WordPress. You don't need to go to wordpress.org. You literally just click install WordPress on the SiteGround interface and it installs it for you. So it's really easy to do. So once you paid for your hosting, you can install WordPress for free. There are also free themes. So you do need to use a theme with WordPress. Now I use a paid for theme. 
I use Divi by Elegant Themes because it gives me complete flexibility and I like all of the features that it has, but you can use a free one. And there's absolutely no shame in that, especially if you're starting out. And I'd always recommend that you do that rather than paying for, say, Wix or Squarespace or something like that. If you want to run a shop on WordPress, you can use WooCommerce, which is also free. It's what I use and always have done. It's good enough out of the box, but it is best combined with some other plugins to make it function a bit more smoothly. Plugins are the add-ons to WordPress, which do more things, a bit like apps on your phone. I use lots of free ones and some paid ones too. So some of my favorite free plugins are, I'm going to list these, <laughs> Pixel Your Site for adding Facebook and other pixels, Pretty Links for creating short, easy to remember links, like for any affiliate codes, so it's easier to remember and direct others to beyondthekitchentable.co.uk slash hosting than the long affiliates link that SiteGround has given me. I use two other SiteGround plugins, which are free SiteGround Optimizer for some of the more techie optimizations and SiteGround Security, which logs logins and limits logins. If people try and, you know, bots in particular, just try lots of different logins on your website. They obviously work with the SiteGround hosting. Another couple of free plugins. One is Smash Balloon for adding social media feeds to websites. I'm not a huge fan of adding social media feeds to websites because they slow your website down and you want to get people onto your website rather than off. But if I do add a social media feed, then this is the plugin that I use and I use the free version. And Yoast SEO. Again, I just use the free version. I've never paid for Yoast SEO. And it reminds me of good SEO practice when it comes to writing blog posts. The fifth area is research and analytics tools. Now, you might be shocked to hear, but I don't know everything. <laughs> My teens would probably say I don't know anything. I often need to look things up. And when I do, I will usually use Google, which of course is another free tool. What would we do without search engines like Google? And sometimes I might search on YouTube, not the greatest YouTube fan because I prefer to read rather than to listen to things, um, unless I'm out listening to podcasts. But sometimes I will sit and browse a few videos. And there's a lot of website geeks who use YouTube. So certainly if I want to know how to do something on a website, then YouTube is a really good resource for that. Um, for other knowledge, I listen to podcasts. So I listen to podcasts as I'm dog walking or doing the laundry. Yes, I listen to a lot. Um, Maybe I'll do a podcast episode on other podcasts. Let me know if you would find that helpful. You can email me at say hello at beyondthekitchentable.co.uk or you can message me on Instagram. I'm at beyondthekt if you don't already follow me there. Other free tools, I might browse Pinterest if I'm looking for inspiration, especially for design. And there are lots of other free websites which have design assets and things that you can look at. And to be honest, I always end up back at Pinterest. There's great resources on there. I've got boards, branding boards, fonts and websites I like, and I use them when I'm needing inspiration. I used to use Google Analytics to see data about visitors to my website or indeed client websites. And this kind of information that you get from the likes of Google Analytics is incredibly helpful to see which marketing channels are getting traffic to your website and which pages people are actually visiting. And then you know where to focus your energy. I don't use Google Analytics anymore. I've recently switched to Fathom, which is a paid service. 
but much better for what I need in my opinion. And certainly Google Analytics, sorry, Universal Analytics is going to be turned off from the 1st of July. And so you will have to use Google Analytics 4. And I find that very confusing. Fathom is so much easier and it's also um, GDPR compliant. There's lots of benefits of Fathom, <laughs> which I could bore you with another time. Talking of Google tools though, I do use others. Um, Google Search Console is another free tool I use sometimes to see what people are searching for on a website and clicking on. And you can also see whether Google has found the pages that you want it to index. Finally, other tools that I use for free? Well, I use Toggle to track the time I spend working for clients. Now, I must admit, I'm pretty rubbish at tracking how I spend my time. I really should see how I'm spending my time throughout the entire week. I'd probably be shocked at how much time I don't spend on useful things. But I usually forget to turn Toggle on unless I'm doing some work which is chargeable on a time basis for a client. And of course, now there are tons of AI tools, some free, some paid for. So I do use ChatGPT. I don't use it very much. Um, currently mainly just for some help with ideas for blog posts and social media posts. I am expecting my use of AI tools to increase because I think they can be incredibly powerful and save you a lot of time. So that's it. That's a lot of free tools that I use. And I'd love to know if there are any that I've missed that you really rate. So do drop me an email at say hello at beyondthekitchentable.co.uk or message me on Instagram at beyondthekt. And if you want the full list, because I'm suspecting you've probably not written them down and <laughs> you probably forget them, there is a blog post on my website which gives that full list. In fact, it's effectively a transcript of this episode. Not quite, it differs, differs in places. But I've put the link in the show notes, so please do and go and take a look at that. Before I sign off though, I would like to add that there are many things I would pay for rather than use free versions. So I pay for my email system. I use Google. pay for website hosting and the theme. I've already talked about that. I pay for things like accounting software and other tools that make my business run more smoothly. And they save me so much time. So that allows me to focus where I need to. So really don't try and run your business just on free tools. It's worth investing in some additional tools. And I say, maybe I'll do another episode. If you'd like me to do another episode, actually do let me know. Always really helpful to let me know the kind of episodes that you find useful because I can create more of those rather than the ones that I just you know, think about myself and think that you would find useful. So do let me know. I, I would be really, really interested. Um, and that's it. See you next week. Have a great week. Thank you so much for listening all the way to the end. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to follow or subscribe so that you don't miss future episodes. And I'd really appreciate it if you could leave a five-star review. That makes a massive difference as to whether Apple shows my podcasts more widely. And head over to my website, beyondthekitchentable.co.uk, where you can find all the ways you can work with me, whether you're just starting out, looking to grow your business or scaling it. And see you next week.